0: Good afternoon and welcome to Treasures of the Heart. This is Pastor Luann Youngman, and I am um, amazed that we are on our second week into January. Isn't it crazy? Uh, And it has been a very crazy week. I'm not even sure that's the right word. Perhaps I could say it's been a very sad week for this nation and so many different ways and hearing so many different opinions we are so divided in our country but we are also divided in our faiths uh, and our beliefs Um, we have got this plethora of information Uh, sometimes it's like information overload and we are to a place where we don't even know what to believe who to believe and um, You know, if you would ask me, Pastor DeWayne, how can you be so confident in what you believe? I believe, for me, I am confident in that my belief isn't founded on what I think. My belief is founded on God's Word. And I believe that if I look at this world and I want to listen to anyone's advice, If I want to see who has my best interest at heart, then I don't think I could go to any place any better than God's word. As soon as I began to read it, I didn't understand it because I wasn't saved. And I don't believe that the Bible is really for the world. They would rip it and tear it apart and burn it, which they've done, right? But once I... I was saved and the Holy Spirit became a part of who I am, came to be with me and in me. When I then began to read the Bible, the illumination, the excitement, the passion, the answers to questions, it all came to fruition in my life. Totally changed my life. And and I have to believe for the better. Um, I do believe. That it's for the better and why am i so strong i mean the older that i get and the longer that i walk with god the more experiences i have of his goodness his grace his forgiveness his mercy his power his authority and and to see all of these old testament prophecies prophecies are those that god gave you know to men to be able to show us what the future was going to look like and i mean in in the bible there are hundreds of prophecies that were made hundreds of years before the fulfillment, but yet such a high accuracy. You don't make this up. This can't happen hundreds of years later. People have died. They they can't come back and say, Oh, hey, I made that prophecy. So Isaiah is going to say, Okay, well, I'm here in 500 years into the future. And now I'm going to make my prophecy happen. No, this is God. So he continues to prove himself to me and who he is over and over and over again. So the longer that I am with him, the stronger my faith is that he is real and that his word is truth. So if I have a truth outside of God's word, it has not proven to me nothing that has been as good as what God's word proves, because it's one continuous love story. It is good against evil. It is light against dark. The, the, God is for me. The world oftentimes is against me. Evil for sure is against me. So why am I doing this in the middle of the book of Revelation study? Because we ended last week in the first you know, few verses there, I believe to verse 8 of the book of Revelation chapter 14. And I've been kind of stuck in like verses 6 and 7 because Something has changed up. I mean, we have the the unholy trinity, right? That's here, which would be Satan, the Antichrist, and the false prophet, which mimic and try to copycat God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are for good. They created this world. Jesus said, I came that you might have life, have it more abundantly. Do you ever hear Satan say that? No, it's like, follow me and I'll give you this, and then... He gives you what's going to kill you so he can take your soul. So he is a thief. He is a liar. He proves to be that. And all you have to do is just watch what's happening with drugs and all the overdoses. And I can guarantee you that's not of God. That's not of God. God sent his only son to keep you from having to be addicted to that drug. Because Jesus has the power to heal you from that addiction. He does. Honest. He does. He does. If you give him this chance, he does. And there are so many others who will work with you who are believers that, yes, you can be delivered. You can have the strength. You can have the motivation because Philippians tells us, right, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That needs to be a declaration, a proclamation out of our mouths on a daily basis, because right now, every day we face things where I need to say, thank you, God that I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me because my strength is weakening day by day. My physical body is fading day by day. But this, this word, this word builds me up just like if I'm lifting weights and my physical body is being strengthened by what I'm doing for it, not against it. By just sitting around and doing nothing my body was made for exercise to strengthen muscle and bone. So, I mean, that's the way God's word is. The God's word is for us, to bless us, to protect us. So, when I'm in this book of Revelation, and we're kind of sticking here on chapter 6 and chapter 7 for today, and then we'll finish, I believe, I believe we'll finish 14 next week. But let me just help you to remember what those verses say um, from last week. So beginning with verse 6, it's the vision of the angel, and it says, John's got the vision, and John said, I saw another angel flying in mid-heaven, having an eternal gospel to preach to those who live on the earth and to every nation and tribe and tongue and people. Verse 7, and he said with a loud voice, fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment is. Has come. The hour of God's judgment has come. Worship Him who made the heaven and the earth and sea and springs of waters. And another angel, this is verse 8, a second one followed, saying, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. She has made all the nations drink of the wine of the passion of her immorality. And I'm sorry, I think last week I said immortality, and it is immorality. So let me make that correction. However, listen, I want to talk to you, though, today, and it's so important. So whatever you're doing, if you're driving, why don't you pull off the side of the road and listen. I did that once when I needed to forgive someone, and God came and sat in the car with me and showed me how to do that and how to forgive someone who I I never thought I could. So, and I did. And I'm so grateful God had a greater plan than anything I could have envisioned in my mind. So pull off the side of the road. Sit down and listen to what I'm going to talk to you about. If you're in the, in the house, you know, then turn off the TV. Just sit and listen to the radio for a minute. Whatever you're doing, if you're cooking, you know, turn it off. Come over and sit down and listen. Because we make excuses anytime we know we should do something, but we don't always do it. And, and this is the new year. So how many times do we make New Year's resolutions? And then we make all the excuses that are available to us if we're not truly motivated to make those resolutions happen. And so we do have a lot of excuses for why we don't do what we know we should do. And and that is the same thing. Listen, listen to me. That is what many people do when they have not yet given their life to Jesus Christ or believe in Almighty God. And, and there's those excuses like, you know, I've got my life to live. I want to have fun. I mean, if I give my life to Christ, he might send me to Africa. Well, what fun is that? I'll give my life to Jesus whenever I'm older. Really? Really? Would you like for me to just show you this week the deaths of young people? Tragic? Accidents every single day. And sometimes when we're young, we think we're invincible. But by the grace of God, there go I. You may never have that opportunity to say, when I get older, then I'll accept Christ. Today, today is the day of salvation. So excuses. What I want you to see here is that the God sent this angel to preach the eternal gospel. It's the first time in scripture we see eternal gospel. And normally you don't see angels preaching the gospel. But my belief is that there's believers are no longer on the earth during that tribulation time. So no one's preaching. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So your faith isn't going to come if you're not listening to God. All right. So we have these excuses. But now this eternal gospel now is being shared not by a preacher or a teacher Not by an evangelist or missionary. There may not be any of us left to preach. We may be in glory with God. Because we probably are killed for not accepting the mark of the beast. Or we're starving to death because we can't buy or sell. However it is, God's sending his angel. Now, he's mid-heaven. Now, I want you to know that there isn't going to be anyone on earth who is not going to be able to hear the angel sharing the eternal gospel. Because God said that that's going to be sent to those who live on the earth, to every nation and tribe and tongue and people. Listen, what does that say to you? And what does that say to me? That means no more excuses. This is where the river meets the road. This is your decision-making time. If you live to this point and have not already previously died, and so I want you to understand that there is nowhere in the Bible that tells us that you're going to be saved after death. I understand that, Christ, that sometimes Catholics do have that belief that you can pray someone after they're dead into heaven. Um, I, I don't see a lot of that biblically when my reading and my interpretation. But let me just say, for the most part, Jesus never said that. He can call you and bring you back to life. And that's what eternal life, right, is all about. When you're dead, you can come back to life and live eternally for the with the Lord. So, but your chance of making excuses, or maybe people think, I don't need Jesus. I'm, I'm a good person. I do good things on the earth, really. Great for you. I'm glad that you're a good person and that you're doing good things. But, you know, you didn't die on a cross. You can't forgive the sins of the world. Only God, through Christ, can forgive you of your sins to make you to be able to go through Christ to have eternal life. Being If being good was good enough, God never would have had to send his son here to die a cruel death on a cross so that all of our sins could be forgiven when we ask them to be forgiven. So that that excuse is, I don't need Jesus because I'm good enough, isn't good enough. You know, remember, Jesus had said, when it comes your time to get into heaven, and there's going to be judgment, right? You don't just get to slide in. There's going to be judgment, right? So we're going to have to face judgment. And Jesus said, you're going to say, but Lord, I did this for you. And Lord, I did that for you. Well, Lord, I served you here. And I talked about your name. And Jesus said, get from me. I don't even know who you are. Does Jesus know who you are? Does he? Does Jesus really know who you are? Do you you love him? And serve him? Or are you just skirting by, thinking you're going to be okay? Your excuses will not hold water. Because once, if you're here during tribulation, the angel proclaims the eternal gospel, there will be no more time for excuses. You're either going to go to hell, because you're following the Antichrist, the beast, and those on the earth who said that God wasn't real, or you are going to be in heaven in glory with those who are believers. It might have been your grandmother. It might be your parent. It might have been a spouse, maybe your child. But but if they're in heaven, I don't know about you, but I want to be with my Jesus. He died for me and I want to see my loved ones again. And I want an eternity with them. That's how much I love them. You know, and so Jesus made a way for me to have that. I'm not going to turn away and not do that because I love him and I love them and he's given me this amazing gift of forgiveness and belief so that I don't have to make excuses. I have confidence that in Christ Jesus, my Lord, I am healed, saved, delivered, born again, set free. He is King of kings in my life. And but what about you? See, I don't have to make excuses anymore for for why I believe and what i be, and, and who I believe in and, and the word of God that I believe in. My faith is on a solid rock, not sinking sand. What excuses are you making that you have not taken that step of commitment, that you have not asked for forgiveness, you have not turned your whole life over to Christ? Truly, are you ready to meet your maker? You ready to spend eternity in hell? Are you ready to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? This is Pastor Louis Youngman with Treasures of the Heart.